Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1470. Anxiety is a symptom of incorrect focus. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I am a revved up and so excited to share today's very special returning guest here on Cars Yeah, Jacques Delaire. Dr. Jacques Delaire is the president at Performance Prime. For over 40 years, he has enjoyed the opportunity to work with more than 750 high-performance motor racing drivers from 43 countries, numerous race tra- teams, and as well as several thousand high-performance individuals from a multitude of sports and variety of occupations, including law enforcement, the entertainment world, and the business community. Jacques splits his time between delivering sports teams and corporate occupational group performance programs and providing individuals one-on-one programs with high-performance competitors, all walks of life. He is a founding member of the International Council of Motorsports Science, a board member of the Stand 21 Racing Goes Safer Foundation, and back in 2007 was inducted into the Canadian Motorsports Hall of Fame in recognition of his innovative state-of-art training and strategies and the impact that he's had on the sport. And by the way, Ross will be a key speaker at this year's 25th annual Armadillo Racing Seminar that takes place February 8th here in Tacoma, Washington. To learn more, go to armadilloracing.com. I look forward to seeing you at that event. Shock, I'll be back in a minute, but first, a word from our valued sponsors before we start the show. Winter's here, and things can get a little messy. Rain, snow, salt, mud, dirt, and everything Mother Nature comes up with can hurt the finishes of your vehicles, both inside and out. I'm not worried, though, because I've used Covercraft car covers on my rides since 1975. Today, Covercraft offers you a total solution to vehicle protection. They make the best-fitting, finest-made car covers in the world and offer a wide variety of materials, colors, and options that protect your paint and the interior, too. Live where it's sunny all the time? Lucky! Covercraft dash covers and sunscreens are the best. Got pets? Messy kids? Messy in-laws? Or just messy friends? Covercraft seat covers are the perfect fit and the perfect solution for keeping your seats looking new. And don't forget their custom-fit floor mats and trunk liners. They are a must-have for all your vehicles. Your cars, trucks, van, or whatever you drive will say thank you. And I've got a deal for you. During January 2020, you can get 10% off plus free shipping on all Covercraft products. That's right. Go to Covercraft.com and use the code YEAH120. That's Y-E-A-H-120 at checkout. That's Covercraft.com and use the code YEAH120 at checkout. Hey, Cars Yeah! Race fans. Andy Collins, owner of Armadillo Racing, is a past guest here on Cars Yeah! Last year, I was honored to be a speaker at his high-performance racing seminar. And having attended, I can tell you it's an invaluable learning experience if you love to race. This year marks the 25th anniversary of Armadillo's high-performance racing seminars, and it takes place Saturday, February 8th, in Tacoma, Washington. For your seminar fee, you'll spend a day with four of racing's premier professionals on how to improve your driving and much, much more. This year's outstanding speaker lineup include Jacques Delari, Ph.D., world-renowned high-performance driving and life coach, Jeff Braun, a race engineer, 
with a history at Core Racing and IMSA, Ross Bentley, top driving coach, author of world-renowned Speed Secrets and a fellow podcaster, and Dan Davis, retired director of motorsports for Ford Motor Company. All of these incredible racing experts are past guests here on Cars Yeah. As an added bonus for Cars Yeah listeners, you'll get to join these speakers at the Friday night reception at the incredible LeMay Car Museum for free. That's right. It's a $50 value if you sign up by January 15th. What a deal. Go to Armadillo Racing's website and register. That's armadilloracing.com. All right, Jock. Welcome to back to Cars. Yeah, so good to be talking to you again. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I am. All right. Before we get started here, would you expand a little bit more about your profession, what you do, and share some of those insights with the Cars yeah listeners? Well, my background is exercise science. I have a PhD in exercise physiology. I'm not a psychologist, nor am I a psychiatrist, but I've been working with high-performance people now for 48 years, focusing both on the physical preparation and the mental skills side of that high-performance world. Um, I am simply an educator. What I do is I offer information, and my job is to help people to connect the dots. My goal when I work with a team or an individual is to help them to understand how the way they think influences how they feel, how they behave, and ultimately how they perform, and then to understand how they can control the way they think so that instead of sabotaging their own performance mentally, they can optimize it. So I'm an information pimp. That's what I do. That's very interesting. I remember you on the show before, one of the very point of things you shared with me was don't focus on the goal, focus on the process so that you can get to that goal. And I try to remember that all the time when I get a little anxious about things I'm doing. It really stuck with me, that that quote that you shared with me. And I'm going to ask you for a success quote in a minute. But first, could you tell our listeners maybe something about yourself that most people don't know? Hmm. I guess uh, a lot of people don't realize I'm a Canadian by birth, and I have now, since about 2004, become a dual citizen here in the United States. So I have both U.S. citizenship and Canadian citizens still. Well, welcome. We're we're happy to have you. That's pretty cool. Thank you. There you go. Uh, There's a little bit of information. Well, like I mentioned earlier, you used a great quote that has stuck with me when you're on the show before. Maybe there's something new you want to share or you can elaborate on that. I always ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra. Uh, it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars. Yeah. So Jacques, take the wheel. Okay. I guess if I was to offer uh, a nugget of information that I think is important is for people to realize that anxiety is a symptom of incorrect focus. Anxiety only evolves when we are actually worried about something. And usually, most people in the competitive world, their greatest worry, their greatest fear is failure. So anxiety reflects a shift in focus away from the execution of what we're doing in the moment toward the outcome of what we're doing. And it's usually associated with worry over not doing it well enough and what the consequences of failure might be. Interesting. You know, this is such a key thing. So many people suffer from anxiety and tension and worry and fear and all of these things. It is in epidemic proportion right now in society. 
Yeah, so many why people. do you think that is? Well, because results are so important. You know what the irony of it is, Mark? We are taught, society teaches us that we should be worried about results. We should be upset when we don't get the results we want. It is a good thing to not only express worry, but to show worry over results. Because obviously, if we don't worry about the outcome, we obviously don't care enough. And that is such a fallacy. That is how we mentally sabotage ourselves, is this incessant worry over results, because they are so important, actually causes our focus of attention to shift toward outcome and away from the execution of process. And the irony is, it is the execution of process that drives results. How many driving coaches will say, just go out there and hit your marks as perfectly as you can, as vigorously as the car will allow you to do. And if you do that, the outcome, the result, the speed will look after itself. But everybody worries about how fast they are, what position they're in, where they are on the grid. So... This could take us down a long, long road, I think, but it is so important because it is a, a real big problem with so many people. So let me ask you this, and we could talk for hours about this topic alone. How do you not focus so much on the end result and the fear that my dad always said fear was an acronym for false evidence assumed real, uh, for the fear that you're not going to meet your goals? How do you re Train your brain not to go there, but to stay focused on the process. It is actually very, very simple, but it isn't easy. You have to have the mental toughness, the discipline to control the deployment of your focus of attention. Rule number two of the mental road says the conscious mind can only actively process one thought at a time. I could prove that to you in a way that you wouldn't forget. If Assuming that is true, what is the significance of rule number two from a performance point of view? It's huge. Here's what the significance is. If I'm focused on the wrong thing, it is impossible for me to be focused on the right one at the same moment in time. However, the solution to the problem is just as simply elegant. If I control the deployment of my focus to be on the right thing, I will never be focused on the wrong thing at the same moment in time. The Holy Grail is our ability to control the deployment of our focus so that it is directed to the right thing at the, at the right time. And the beauty of that is not only does it drive our best performance and the best results we can get, but it also crushes performance anxiety. Just think about it. When you're in your sweet spot, in your groove, in the zone, there is no anxiety. It's a very calm place. Anxiety only starts to grow when we allow our focus to shift away from what we're doing in the moment we're doing it toward the outcome of what we're doing and the worry over not doing it well enough or what its consequence might be. So we solved the problem of anxiety and we solved the problem of optimized performance by simply controlling the deployment of our focus 
to direct it to the right thing at the right time. It is absolutely that simple. The hard part is we're not very good at that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Well, that's my next question is how on earth am I going to do that, Jacques? Um, Maybe you could think once you know how. It is easier to think, to do once you know how. Once you understand how the pieces fit together and how one element influences another, you're in a better position, you're better armed to not allow yourself to create that mindset that sabotages your performance. Think about it. What stops someone from performing at their best? How do you explain someone who does super well on a private test day, who wins practice, but who struggles in qualifying and then chokes in the race, only to come back to practice the following Monday and win practice again? Is it because they forget how to do on Saturday afternoon what they did so effectively on Saturday morning? No, of course it isn't. Is it because they lose the ability or the skill on Saturday afternoon that they demonstrated quite fully on Saturday morning? That too is not the case. And then miraculously find it again on Sunday. Something happens in their mindset that corrupts their ability to bring their skill set to bear in the moment of their performance. Something in that moment that really matters gets in the way and stops them from delivering the kind of performance that they did with virtuosity in practice when it didn't matter. Very interesting. Would you say that the challenge, and you said it's epidemic this day and age, there's so much activity that we are bombarded with, our brain is bombarded with. Is that part of our challenge, trying to focus? Yeah, because... The more distractions that we have in our environment, the harder it is to be the master of our deployment. We become the squirrel in the road who starts switching back and forth, trying to focus on everything while focusing on nothing effectively. So the more distractions we allow in our environment, the harder it is to control the deployment to be on the right thing at the right time, because that is the holy grail. That is the secret to performance, if ever there was one. Are there some things you might recommend to reduce all those distractions? A lobotomy. (laughs) Okay, I'll I'll call my friend Bill, the retired neurosurgeon. He's got plenty of time on his hand now. He's an ex-racer who used to race with me way back when. Yeah, I'll give him a buzz. Uh, Bill, I figured out you know, Jacques told me how you can help me out quite a bit. Stay focused. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, let's try not going down that path. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I understand. The first, the first thing one has to do is to understand the relationship between how our conscious thought influences our unconscious mind, because we're actually ta- we want to tap into our unconscious mind because that's the, where the virtuosity of performance resides. When we start off learning a skill, I don't care what the skill is, we have to consciously think about what we're doing, position of our hands, how we move our feet, whatever it happens to be in a heel and toe uh, skill or whatever the, the situation might be. We actually have to think about it. And because of that, we execute it more slowly until with practice and some level of expertise, 
it becomes automatized. We create what the psychology world refers to as learned pattern responses, where we don't actually have to think about it anymore. It just happens like it's on autopilot. We want to access that place, but we can't do it directly because we can't control our unconscious mind directly. The other thing that's important to realize is that our emotions are an unconscious mind function, not a conscious one, which means we can't directly control our emotions. If we could, I could say to you, Mark, I want you to be sad now. Go ahead. We're waiting. All of us here listening are waiting. The only way you could truly become sad is if you process thoughts in your conscious mind that led you to become sad. So sad that you might start to cry. Any more than if I said to you, be happy now, the only way you could get there is by thinking happy thoughts in your conscious mind and your unconscious mind would cause you to become happy, to feel joy, to have that sense of exhilaration. So the key is we access our unconscious mind through our conscious thought. And it's the programming of our conscious mind that allows us to create the mindset that supports our ability to do the best work we can and that reduces the anxiety. Because remember, our emotions are an unconscious thing and we can't directly control it. And anxiety is the most corrosive emotion that human beings wrestle with. So if you are someone who wrestles with competitive anxiety, Understand that you are creating that state of anxiety by the way that you choose to think in your conscious mind. Because the truth is, we actually can control our conscious thought. So that's the pressure point. That's the control surface in this thing. And in fact, our conscious mind acts as the rudder on the boat. The position of the rudder determines the direction of the boat. Once I believe something to be true, whether it's true or not is irrelevant. If I believe it to be true, my unconscious mind snaps to attention, says, aye, aye, captain, and seeks to take me down that path. So that is often how we sabotage ourselves, because we put in all of the ideas and thoughts of gloom and doom, and it precipitates the very thing we so desperately fear. Because... You can't not think about whatever you're thinking about. That's rule number three. Absolutely. Is there a daily practice that you might suggest people try that can help them achieve this goal, this practice? Yeah, it's the whole mindfulness thing. It is the idea of being fully engaged and fully present in everything that you do. Because think about it. When you are fully engaged in the moment of performance and your mind is fully occupied with the task that you're involved with, is there anxiety? No. There's a calmness. There's a calmness associated with that. So how do you practice crushing anxiety in your life? You do it by being present. Because so long as you're present, you will not be preoccupied or worried about the outcome of what you're doing because you will be fully focused on what you're doing, 
not on how you're doing. How do so we become you can present? learn to do that. Well, if I could instruct someone in five minutes on that, they would call <laughs> me a magician. Yes. <laughs> but I'm not no a magician. Doubt. I'm an educator. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's a process. There's a strategy. There's a way to learn to do this. But it's not something you can get across to someone in five minutes where they say, oh, I have the answer now. I have solved the riddle of performance. And the secret is mine. <laughs> yes. There's a methodology. There's a, there's a process. And it is a skill. And as a skill, it gets better with continued practice. You have to know what you're doing. You have to know how to do it. Once you do, the more you do it, the better you get at it. It's like any other muscle. The more you flex it, the more it gets strong and it builds stamina. That's what mental toughness is, right? Yeah. Could I use this analogy? I'm thinking of a time that I was not anxious. I was in the moment. I was and something as simple as sitting on a beautiful beach somewhere and looking out at the horizon and you just feel such calm and such presence and Everything just drifts away. Is that an example of being able to be in the moment and being so focused that nothing else matters? Yeah, I, I think it is. What it is is being fully absorbed in that situation that you are in, observing the beauty of the things around you, not being preoccupied by other thoughts that push their way into your mind that might cause you to become anxious because those thoughts are associated with worry. It is a sense of calmness. It is a sense of easy, effortless breathing. And that mindset supports our ability to do our best work. Not lethargic, because that's too flat, but not revved up in terms of anxiety. Yes, revved up in terms of intensity, there is a difference between being tense and being intense. Tense, not good. Intense, absolutely good. Sometimes fiercely intense, but not tense. It is the juxtaposition of calmness and intensity, which people who have found that in their performance life, understand how well those two qualities, those two attributes cohabitate. They are very happy together, calm, but intense. People who haven't experienced that think it's not possible because they are opposites. How can you be both calm and intense at the same time? And in fact, you can't. That is where the sweet spot lives. So it's understanding what are the attributes that define you when you do your best work and then recreating that mindset and then simply go and do to the best of your ability in the moment. That is what reduces your anxiety and that is what increases your performance. It really is that simple. That's and yet simple. we and yet we <laughs> violate it all the time. And yet people violate it all the time. Why? Because results are so damned important and because society teaches us that we should be worried about results because worrying about results reflects that we care when the reality is that is such a fallacy. 
Fascinating, fascinating. Well, like I said, we could go down that path for a long, long time. We're in a new decade now, though. It's 2020. Can you believe it? I mean, last time you were on this show uh, was September 6, 2016. You were guest number 591. I've learned a lot of things since then because you're guest number 1470 now. But I would like to ask you this. What has you excited about this new year with where your career is going? You, you've helped so many people over such a long period of time. What has you thrilled about 2020? Well, I continue to be involved in motorsport, a sport that I, I dearly love, and I continue to work with teams and drivers. And that, for me, is an ongoing process, and I'm very happy about that. But I guess the thing that really interests me that I'm excited about is that the work I'm getting to do in the corporate world is growing exponentially for me. Because a lot of people who are leaders of industry, who are the CEOs and the top dogs of a lot of big companies, are realizing that their greatest asset is in fact their people, and yet their people don't always have the tools in their toolbox that allows them to take the capacities and the knowledge and the skill that they possess and use that knowledge, skill, and experience to leverage better results. They often get in their own way. So there's an interest on their part in learning about the tools that high-performance athletes and high-performance occupational people, military, et cetera, use to help individuals get the most out of themselves and to reduce the anxiety in their life. So I'm getting more and more interest from people in the corporate space looking to optimize the capacity, for example, of their leadership teams or their sales teams. And the interesting thing is the same principles apply, where it transforms the ability of those people to be successful. And as they become more and more successful, it impacts positively the bottom line of that organization. Think about this. For a company, I don't care what the company does, whether you're a manufacturing company, whether you you produce something or you're a service company, if you could increase the capacity of your employee to bring their A game to what their job is, to what their little piece of the work is in your organization, by just 5% more each day, day to day, if you could increase the ability and the knowledge of your workforce to increase their A-game output by just 5% per day, what would be the impact on the organization of that collective bump at the end of the year in terms of the bottom line? It would be massive. Massive. There's a lot more than 5% on the table. If you think about it, right? Because that one deal that you managed to sell out to a client could cover the cost of all the training you do in the entire organization for the entire year. That one deal that you managed to land that you wouldn't have if you hadn't been on your A-game. And I think people in those leadership positions are getting the sense of that. So that's something that, that really excites me. I, I'm interested to see how this year is going to evolve. 
I think it's going to be fantastic. Let's take a little short break, thank our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Edelbrock has been the name in automotive performance since 1938. Edelbrock designs and builds thousands of the finest automotive performance products right here in the USA for both street and track. From their AVS2 carburetors to V6 superchargers, if it's more power you crave, Edelbrock delivers. Let's talk superchargers. Whether it's an application-specific system or a universal fit, their precision-made assemblies come in multiple stages for a wide variety of makes and models. Their V6 superchargers are dyno-tested and ensure the perfect fit and maximum horsepower torque plus added boost. You'll get huge power gains. I mean huge power gains. Quality construction you can trust and backed by decades of knowledge, Edelbrock is a brand that provides you with proven performance. And I've got a deal for you. This January 2020, you can get 10% off, 10% off, if you use the code CARSYEAH at checkout. Just go to edelbrock.com and use CARSYEAH, all one word, at checkout and get 10% off. Tell them Mark at CARSYEAH sent you. That's edelbrock.com, checkout code CARSYEAH for your 10% off. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for the enthusiast and the collector. It's your monthly must-read whether you dream of owning a collector car, have two cars, or 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Plus, you'll get the exclusive SEM guide to restoration shops included for free. At checkout, use the code CARSYA and receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription. It's an exclusive offer from me here at Cars Yeah. I'm Mark Green, and I love Sports Car Market Magazine. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah. And I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at com. All right, Jacques, we're back. And uh, this question is a little bit open-ended considering you help so many people get through challenges. I'd like to have you talk a little bit about a huge challenge that you perhaps have faced, what you learned from that situation, and how you came out of it in a positive way on the other side. I happen to suffer from rheumatoid arthritis. And it's something that can at times be certainly pain-producing and even a little bit debilitating. But I have learned through the years of working on my own mental skills to not process it. And because I refuse to process it, I have a lot less pain and a lot less discomfort and problem than I would otherwise have. So I have learned to apply the things that I talk about to this small issue. I call it a B-factor in my life of arthritis. Wow. There's there's the toolbox applied to something rather bizarre in some ways. Right. But that has made an impact on my life for the better. You know, that is fascinating. And uh, I imagine there are a lot of listeners out there going, hmm, 
this is interesting because I have this type of ailment or this thing going on in my life other than something mental, something physical, but applying those same techniques you talked about to a physical challenge you have within your body that's real, pain, arthritis, back pain, whatever it might be, that is absolutely incredible. And the power there is beyond belief in in my mind. It's like, Once you understand how the pieces fit together, you are in a better position to control your conscious mind thoughts. And when you do, it changes everything. Wow. Very, very cool. I love it. It's fantastic. Pretty straightforward. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Concept is easy. The practice takes a little time, right? Yeah, that's right. The concept is, is simple enough. It is not as easy because it does require mental discipline and a, and a level of mental toughness to be in the boss of my thought. So I work, I work pretty, pretty diligently at being the boss of my thoughts. I'm writing that one down. That's the favorite quote of the day, the boss of my thoughts. Wow. It sounds like a simple thing, but many times not so easy. Well, let me get into your head a little bit here. You are such an interesting gentleman. This is a question that I don't believe I asked you when you were on the show before. Something new that I've been asking. Actually, not new, but since you were on the show. If you woke up tomorrow, Jacques, and you were a vehicle, you'd actually manifest it into a vehicle. Not what you want to be, but how you perceive yourself as a vehicle. What would Jacques Delaire be? And why? I think I might have stumped you. <laughs> no, no, I'm thinking I would be a VW bug. Oh, but an okay. Old, but an but an old one, because okay. I'm old, and a bit <laughs> of a and a bit of a classic. I like it, and everybody loves VW bugs. You can't look at a VW bug and not smile. If you don't smile, you got something wrong with you. I think everybody loves a little those cars. understated, low power, but lasts forever. <laughs> I love it. Very nicely said. Well, we are coming into what I call the last lap. I'm going to ask you some questions and ask for some real quick answers. We'll see where we go with this. What's one of your personal habits, other than being the boss of your thoughts, that you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years in helping others? I listen intently. Absolutely. If I could wave a magic wand and arrange for you to have a meal or a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, Living or deceased, who would it be? I would be interested to sit down with Elon Musk. Yeah, I would too. (laughs) That would be interesting. How about the best racing advice you've ever received from someone else? You've given so many people great advice about being better drivers. Is there any advice you've received from somebody that you found very valuable? Respect your limits. Yes, absolutely. Don't overreach. Don't overreach. Respect your limits. How about a great resource that's a go-to for you? Uh, is there a resource out there that you seem to go to a lot? Now, this could be a an app you use, could be a website you go to, could be a person in your life. Hmm. Something you tap that's, into on a regular basis. That's a hard one because I read a ton. Oh, and good. I, from very many different sectors, and... I draw information from a lot of different places. So I, it's really hard for me. I can't think of a favorite one that would mm-hmm. be a go-to because there are a lot of those. So I don't, yes. I'm not sure. I don't have an answer for that one. 
We'll say books because it's a nice segue to my next question. I asked all my guests to recommend a great book that they've read recently that perhaps our listeners out there might pick up and start the new year with. Is there a book that you'd like to share? Well, I don't know if I would say recently, but a couple of the books that I think are really interesting is one by Lawrence Gonzalez. It is called Deep Survival, Who Lives and Who Dies. It's a subtitle. It's a really interesting read. I think Martin Seligman's book, Learned Helplessness, is a really interesting read. Nice. Martin Sel- Dr. Martin Seligman is the guy who coined the term learned helplessness, ah, which is a psychological okay. condition that costs industry trillions of dollars of lost productivity per year globally. Interesting. There isn't an organization, there isn't an organization I've ever encountered where I have not seen signs of learned helplessness. Can you give me an example of what you mean by that? In a nutshell, learned helplessness evolves when nothing we say or do seems to matter. When we start to believe that we have no influence whatsoever and nothing we say or do matters because the people who we're talking to don't actually care. Put that toward the boss. When I'm, I first join and I'm a keener and I try and bring new ideas and I get smacked down because the boss says, look, in a nutshell, we're not interested in you thinking. We just want you to do your job. So just bloody well do your job and stop coming up here with all these ideas. You're annoying. So what happens pretty quickly? The person learns that it doesn't matter. They're not really interested in their input. So they stop trying. That's learned helplessness. Understood. Wow. Well, we're coming up to the checkered flag here, Jacques. A quick little talk about our sponsors, and we'll be right back. You take care of your cars. But who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. All right, Jacques, we're back, and this last question is kind of a fun thought. We've had some serious conversation here today. You've shared some amazing things with the listeners and with me. I I could listen to you forever, I'm, I'm afraid. I, I know you could help me quite a bit, and I'll bet you've helped a lot of people today. But today, let's think of something a little fun. I'm going to buy you a cool collector car. Whatever you want. I'm going to go buy and park it in your garage. A little gift for 2020, the new year. But there's a couple rules to this game since I'm writing the check. One is you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with. You have to keep it. I want you to drive this thing. I want you to go out and have some fun. So no garage queens allowed, but it's the only one cool collector vehicle that you can have. So you need to make sure you choose wisely because you're going to be stuck with it. What can I buy it? 
you can pick just about any 911 Porsche. Okay. You'd like to pick, preferably one with a little oomph. Okay. And I'd be happy. I'd be happy to to drive it around as my daily driver. Oh, good. Well, I'll tell you something funny, Jacques. When you're on the show before, you answered this question. So you've been pretty consistent over the years. You answered with a 911 Porsche Turbo S, okay. which I don't think you could get much better. <laughs> yeah. No. Than, you uh, see, my my tastes have softened. I'll go for just about any. Oh, well, that's cool. Well, there's a lot of options. They've come out with a lot of different models since you were last here. And, of course, there's yeah. a lot of options for past cars, too. So yeah. I'm going to have a little fun with this one. I'm going to get to work and see what I can find out about or what I can find you to park in your garage. I think this will be great. <laughs> Is there a way for people to follow along with what you're doing to connect with you? Do you have a website? Do you have a presence out there so people can uh, kind of get into your world a little bit? Yep. People can go to my website at performanceprime.com. There you go. And I, I've got an Instagram. Uh, disappointed in me because I don't exactly. <laughs> I think it's Dr. Delaire. Okay. I'll, I'll find you. Okay. I, I just, oh. my son just set it up for me, and I'm not particularly good at the social media. It's one of the things I do have to get better at, but... You know, honestly, it just isn't that much of a priority for me. I'm more well, focused on dealing with my clients and delivering my programs. And yet I do understand the importance of social media today. I'm just a bit old school. I'm an old guy. And I guess <laughs> I just don't think that way very naturally. Uh, you know, I understand 100%. But it kind of goes back to the beginning of our talk where these things such as social media can be massive distractors and anxiety builders in our lives. So maybe they're not so good. But as I had a friend tell me once when I was starting Instagram and I was frustrated because I felt like I wasn't doing it right. And he said, you do control it. It doesn't control you. You know that, right? I've always kept that. Well, I, I agree with that. You know what it is? <laughs> I just don't seem to remember that I'm supposed to snap a picture every now and again. Mm. Because I'm focused on what I'm doing. I'm not focused about taking pictures about what I'm doing. In social media, you need to take a picture of what you're doing because otherwise people aren't interested. Yep, they <laughs> absolutely. Seem be, they seem to be interested in photos, and I'm not one of those people. Yep. Well, I'll tell our listeners what I'm going to do here because I'm going to be at the uh, the event, the Friday night at the LeMay Museum with you and with Andy Collins and with Jeff Braun and uh, a couple other folks that, you and I know that have been guests here on Cars, yeah? I'm going to snap a picture of you and I and put it up on my Instagram. Maybe you can put it Excellent. up on yours. And we'll say that we Excellent. did our job. How does that sound? Sounds like a plan, so long as you remember. Okay, because, I will. I promise. I probably won't. I probably won't. <laughs> well, I'll make sure I do that for you. Jacques, okay, this, has been, this has been fascinating, as it always is, to talk with you. I'll remind our listeners, again, Ross will be a key speaker at this year's 25th Annual Armadillo Racing Seminar. If you would like to go and listen to him speak in person, you can sign up online at armadilloracing.com. And uh, I'll look forward to seeing you, Jacques, on that Friday night before the racing seminar so that we can uh, say hello. And I'll take that Instagram picture of both of us so that we can do our due diligence and uh, do our social media. This has been fascinating. It always is fascinating to talk to you. I want to thank you for being so generous with your time and expertise and for sharing your 
many, many valuable experiences with our listeners. You've given me some very valuable thought processes to walk away with here today, and I'm going to I'm going to mull on this quite a bit. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks, Mark. You're welcome. Hey, Mark Green here from Cars Yeah. Did you know you can now see me on the Cars Yeah TV show? It's a weekly visit to some of my past Cars Yeah podcast guests, and I take you along for the ride. You go behind the garage door and into their lives, their businesses, and you get to see what makes them successful. With tens of millions of viewers, Cars Yeah TV is making its mark. Cars Yeah TV is available on Mav TV and Lucas Oil Racing TV. You'll find Mav TV on Direct TV, Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through Lucas Oil Racing Television online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!